Hello, everyone. My name is Sarah, and it is a pleasure to welcome you to my chair. Every weekday, we will meet here to reflect on a passage from 1 Peter. If you'd like to dive deeper into this book, I encourage you to find our reading plan on YouVersion. Simply download the YouVersion app from your app store, and then just type Who is Grace into the search bar and select the 1 Peter plan. A challenge from the reading plan that I want to encourage you to try is to read or to listen to the entire letter, start to finish, in one sitting, once a week. I promise it's worth it, but I also know that that sounds like a lot. To help you with that, I recorded a reading of all five chapters, and you can find that on this podcast. Just look for the episode titled, First Peter, The Whole Darn Thing, and push play while you're in the car, doing chores, or taking a walk. Right now, let's dive into First Peter. We are looking at chapter 1, verses 14 to 16 today, so let's just go ahead and read them. As obedient children, do not be conformed to the passions of your former ignorance, but as he who has called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct, since it is written, you shall be holy, for I am holy. Peter is quoting the Hebrew Torah here, which is super cool, because this church, like we've said, was mostly Gentiles. So remember, they don't really have a prior knowledge of Yahweh and his law code. I love how Peter is using the message of Jesus Christ to teach them who God has always been. I think that's so important for us to learn as well. In Leviticus 11.45, it says, For I am the Lord who brought you up out of the land of Egypt to be your God. You shall therefore be holy, for I am holy. Yahweh is laying down some law and telling these people, the Israelites, listen, I rescued you. I chose you to be my people, to be my witnesses to the world. So live like it. And just because Jesus came to fulfill the law doesn't mean God's law and God's words are ancient history. I mean, are we not a rescued and chosen people? Are we not called by Jesus to be God's witnesses to the world? It follows then that we are still called to live by God's standards. Now, I would concede that we no longer have to live by the Old Testament law code, but what Jesus But what did Jesus say that we are to do? When asked the most important commandments in the law, how did Jesus answer? He said, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment, and a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. So in other words, the heart of the more than 600 laws in the Old Testament was and is love love for God, and love for others. Just looking at the Ten Commandments, you can see that all ten fall into one of those two categories. Read the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew 5-7 through and look at all of Jesus' teaching through the lens of those two commands. I think we can definitely live our whole lives dedicated to those two things, and maybe that's exactly what we're being called to do. God's holiness is his otherness. He is set apart from all of us sinners because he's the pure embodiment of beauty and goodness, righteousness, justice, and yes, love. And there's this giant gap between us and God because our sin has destroyed the purity of God's image in us. But that's not even the mind-blowing bit. What moves me is that God in his holiness could simply be done with us, like, like a ruined pot that the potter throws away. Instead, God chose to redeem us. Why? Because he loves us so deeply and so purely. So he picks up our broken pieces and he mends us through the blood of Jesus. So here we are. We're damaged pots who have been made whole. And the mind-blowing bit is that he calls us to be holy, every single one of us, fractured and scarred. 
Through the power of his spirit, he wants to fill up our pots with his love and his goodness and his mercy so that then we can go and pour out on our families, our friends, our neighbors, classmates, coworkers. His love for you is enough to fill you. Is your love for him enough to motivate you to pour out what he's so freely given? Let's close in prayer. Lord, I'm holy because you've forgiven me and redeemed me and called me and filled me. So forgive my selfish heart. Forgive my distracted heart. Show me how to love you and to love the others who bear your image today. Amen. Thank you for joining me today. Remember, you can always access Grace's daily read plan and additional resources like small group curriculum at whoisgrace.com forward slash read. If this time is meaningful for you, please like, subscribe, and share this podcast so others can find it too. I look forward to meeting you at my chair again tomorrow. God bless.